0: We'll just start it however we want. What's going to happen? Yeah. What people, it's you our guys, podcast. You guys are starting we, it differently. We
1: start with ASMR. <laughs>
0: We're, that's usually Stephanie's okay. burping. <laughs>
2: <Are
3: you sure>? <laughs> <laughs> ASMR break. I can't burp right now. Okay. When I have my beer.
0: Alright, are you recording? Yeah, it's been recording. Okay, cool, cool, cool. For cool. Four cool. seconds.
3: Hey guys, it's Rosanna. And I'm Stephanie. And this is? Psychology 101.
0: Welcome... All and thank you for being so patient.
3: Yes, we've been slacking. With busy. Every we've been other busy
0: because we're very popular people.
3: Yeah, we have people to see. Yeah, we don't. But today <laughs> we are joined by Isabel. Round of applause. <laughs> Hello, I'm Isabel.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be a formal interview. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so Isabel. Mm-hmm. Let's let's start off with talking about today, cause you oh today dealt with a shitty person,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I didn't tell Rosanna because I wanted to wait for her reaction. I'd like
0: to save it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened to you today?
1: Well, uh, you know, <laughs> for some reason at work, I just always get just like really creepy ass people always like talking to me and trying to. What did Shop they say? Out.
0: What did they say?
1: So today there was a guy who came in and he
3: was like blasting like loud music. He had like a personal radio. Yeah. with like the antenna. He stuff. was vibing, man.
0: <laughs> okay. What was he listening to?
1: Just like some like like uh, Mexican country music, you know, oh. rancheras. Oh, so definitely uh, like
0: mm-hmm. mellow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super mama. Totally low key. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then
1: so he like he comes in and then like I see him and he's like walking towards me and then I'm just like, Hey, could you like lower that? And then he like is like, Oh sorry, I no speak English kind of shit and then I was like, Lo puedes apagar <laughs> in Spanish and <laughs> no, then, and then
3: he was, yeah, his face was like, Uh and he like lowers it and he just keeps walking. It was like full blast it was so loud what time
0: was this when it was it was so after like i left No, oh, after you left It was, like, okay. was towards
3: the end of the night mm-hmm.
0: yeah okay
1: and then i see him again like later on still blasting the music of course and then i'm like are you looking for anything like in spanish and he's just like yeah i'm looking for a girlfriend do you want to be my girlfriend oh my in spanish God. and i was just like no there's no no girl... slash practice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, there's no girlfriends here. There's nothing for you here in this store. Yes. And then he was just, he was like, okay. And he like walked off. And so like Mark was on it and he like left the store like two minutes later. But I was like so upset. I was like, why does this shit always happen to me? Like, why can't like guys just what like.
0: What did this guy look like? What was, his, what age was he? Uh, probably like. 20s 20, 40s, or so? 30s? I don't know. <laughs> wow, you guys are 30s maybe. <laughs> you guys are really he, so. He was 17 or 57. I couldn't. Yeah, you
3: couldn't know those people tell that by have the, a
0: baby that, and man
3: face at the same time. What?
0: Okay, because there is this one guy mm-hmm. that comes in regularly. That also doesn't speak a lot of English, mm-hmm. but has like multiple times seen me sitting outside the store and like tried to hit on me. Mm. and his first question was, like, do you like kids? And I was like,
3: Uh, mm.
0: no. And he was just like, why not? And I was like, please leave me alone Mm -hmm. immediately. So I'm wondering if it was, like, the same guy.
1: No, he didn't speak English at all. At all. He just, like, just straight up just talking in Spanish. But just, like, just the way he was just kind of, like, well, he didn't like listen to me when I told him like to turn off his music. He just kind of lowered it, right? Yeah. Well, he kept doing what he was doing, so of course yeah. he like didn't give a shit what I like had to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't like respect me at all.
0: And yeah. It was just like. Because he doesn't respect anybody. Right? Yeah.
1: So it's just frustrating because I feel That's like. That's why I'm
0: telling you. Mm-hmm. At the front of the store, they should just let me have a baseball bat, <laughs> so I could just take people's kneecaps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Wild Wild West. I don't know what they were.
3: Wild, wild, they use baseball bats. Yes. In the Wild Wild West.
0: I mean Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Casino esque type punishment. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: You seen the movie Casino?
3: I've seen the movie Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. <laughs> Neither what? of those movies. <laughs>
0: Well, in Casino, when they find they find you East cheating, because it takes place, like, in the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, like 80s. If they count you, like, counting they cards. Cut you, yeah, counting cards and cheating, they take you out in the back and they beat you with a baseball bat and a sledgehammer to your fingers and stuff like that. Oh, so oh. it's like... It's a mob, it's mob movie. Mob yeah, stuff. it's Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. You've never seen Casino? Uh,
3: no. Wallace has seen it. You've seen it? No. He's, like, not talking <laughs> He's, like, I was <laughs> definitely <I'm> not <laughs> We didn't yeah. introduce him. Yeah. <laughs> Also on the show, <laughs> we have Mr. Brian Wallace. Say hello.
2: Hi. Son of <laughs> <Brian Wallace. laughs>
3: All right, Brian, I have a question for you. Why are men assholes?
0: Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said that to the least asshole I know. Like that. <laughs> no, so like, Wallace is know. literally,
3: like, the nicest guy I've ever met.
0: <laughs> I don't
3: want to generalize men. all men, mm. but... Mm-hmm. But why? But why? Just...
1: No. <laughs> What's your take on that?
2: <laughs> What's your hot take?
1: Also, F-Jander for Wild those of y'all
3: that F-Jander. don't know. <laughs> Brian is Elizabeth's boyfriend. Or Elizabeth. (laughs) Isabel's boyfriend.
1: My name's now Elizabeth.
3: Isabel, Elizabeth, same thing.
0: I was like, where are you going with this sentence? (laughs) Brian Wallace is Elizabeth. And I was like, who
3: is what? (laughs) Isabel, there's another woman named Uh Elizabeth.
0: I'll fight her. She's like baseball bat to the kneecap. It'll get ugly. Mm -hmm. Maybe they are not smart enough to know that People know that they're an asshole, so they think they're getting away with it.
3: They have to be pretty ballsy to like... Like, for him to make that comment towards you, like, Mm. what was he expecting? I think he was expecting a reaction,
0: but... I think guys think... that I think they either think, one that it's funny, like they're gonna get away with mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, I was joking, can't take a joke, I'm so funny, I'm such a cool guy. Yeah, But also, deep down inside, it's like they're fucking assholes.
3: Yeah, now after you told me what happened, I was just disgusted.
1: Yeah, I feel like I get creepy guys all, a lot of times, like almost like every week now, and it's just kinda, like I don't know why it's always me, Mm-hmm. cuz you know there's plenty of girls but like uh, in the store but I feel like it's because I look so young and because I'm like tinier that they're like she can't do anything she's yeah. not going to say she's anything. not going to yeah stick up yeah. for herself right and yeah I it's just annoying um and you know I've like mentioned this before to like like Sarah Rebar like
3: Mhm like, I By the day, way, we miss you, Rebar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> love <away>. you, Rebar.
3: <laughs> love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much, Chelsea.
1: That yeah, I get like harassed more than I have in like other like retail like spaces, and I'm just like, why is it like what what is it about like just like that environment that
0: like I think people feel like it's okay. I don't think it's I don't think it's the <laughs> company. I don't think it's the store. I, I definitely think it's um, the location. Mm. I think Mm -hmm. the amount of privilege and entitlement running through our neighborhoods right now is, like, intense. Like, Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. are just, even the women, the way the women talk to us, like, they just are entitled to everything. Well, I spend a lot of money here. And the men walk around like, well, I make a lot of money and I should be able to talk to women however I want. And I'm just like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Because, like, when I worked in, like, Santa Cruz, like, none of that shit would ever happen to me. Maybe, like, two, three times I've ever been harassed in, like, a different retail space. Yeah. But it's just around here, it's, like, every week. And I'm like, why? Why me? Like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> it
0: probably is. It probably is. You're smaller and so you're petite. You're smaller in stature. You carry yourself a little bit lighter than everybody else. So I think men, I guess, are less intimidated. Mm-hmm. So they feel like... Because, I mean... Whenever a guy talks to me like that, I go, sir, have you even seen me? Like, I will literally...
3: Take a bat to your kneecap. <laughs> I'll literally punch you in the dick right now. Yeah. I like <laughs> do not
0: care at all. Like... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you look at other ones, like, you know, the other women we work with, and they all, I don't know. I don't know if they're all... They're either... Also, you're in the middle, because we mm-hmm. either have, like, much older women working or mm-hmm. much younger Because there's, like, at the POS, like, I've had to call off dudes, like, all the time, like, when they're, like, flirting with the girls. I'm like, she's 17. Please don't speak to her like that. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you flirting with, sir? Mm -hmm, So it's kind of like, I think we all get it to an extent, but it's, I think men just, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah, they're just shitty. Yeah, People are shitty, dude. Yeah, super
3: shitty.
0: Women are shitty. People are
3: shitty. Speaking of, you're a runner. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How do you run? Um, I fucking hate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she's the like one trying to run away from all my customers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>.
3: Maybe. <laughs> so, so in my head. how long uh-huh. have you been into running? Um. Well,
1: like, since, like, high school, I did, like, I did, like, cross country in high school, like, a little bit of track. mm mm-hmm. um, And then I stopped when I, like, went to college and everything, and, uh. I did my first half marathon. I think when I was like twenty,
0: mm-hmm. maybe,
1: yeah, and that was like the farthest I've ever ran in my life. And I was like, it's impossible. Did you train to do for it, that. or did you just... kind of? It was like I, I did like a like a little bit of extra mileage every week, and I felt like I was like kind of ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then I just like did it, but I was like terrified to do it, of course, because I was like, I I don't know if my legs can take me that far. Right. But I think just like over the years, like the more i like ran, the more like it just gets easy. And then it just feels like kind of like whatever. Is there a certain <laughs>
3: point while running, mm-hmm. like a certain distance, where you're just like, I can just keep going now?
1: I think so. I think. Because mine's point mm-hmm.
3: one.
0: <laughs> Mine is after I yeah. put on the shoes. Yeah. I'm like, okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I've
0: done it. These are comfy. I've done enough.
1: Um, well, so, like, Brian and I were talking about this, like, too, earlier, like, when he goes on like, runs with me. You um,
3: run,
0: too?
1: <laughs> I drag him, I drag him into it, I drag him into it.
0: He's, um, like, briskly jog behind her, you're doing great, so you're doing great. <laughs> you go, keep girl. going, <laughs> and she's like, hurry up, and you're like, I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... Like, like, when I run, I just kind of zone out, and I'm just, like, in my own head, thinking Mm -hmm. about, like, the day, and just, like, thinking about what I want to eat later, and, like, what I want to do tomorrow. I'm just kind of, like... Yeah. Just kind of, like, meditating, but, like, just, like, going over the day, and, uh, not really focusing too much on anything, really. Mm hmm Um, and that's kind of it for me. Like, I, I don't really, like, listen to music or, uh stress out too much about it because i feel like if i take myself too seriously with running then it, it won't be fun anymore yeah because if like the whole point is to have fun when you're running and if yeah. you're, you're just not having a good time then why do it right
3: yeah so. i don't even have fun walking so i can't imagine running <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> i fucking i tried so hard to like want to run mm-hmm. and it's just not happening for me mm-hmm. maybe i just gotta keep trying mm-hmm yeah i mean
1: it it sucks in the beginning for sure like your body's just like getting used to all that like impact and you're like asking a lot from like your legs yeah your lungs and just like everything and you have to like set aside time every day to do it you gotta like prioritize it but the more you do it the easier it just gets Mm -hmm. and then eventually you just like find like a forever pace where you just you're like running and you're like i could do this for a very long time yeah and it just feels like like you're walking almost but just quickly
0: <laughs> I know, i'm just right? so, so dumb that, that <laughs> face is like not convinced <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Isabel, I'm, sure, I'm, sure 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 one day yeah one day but when
3: I'll you that said out. that i just uh-huh. thought of like those fast walkers in the olympics yeah like, oh my god if that, i can walk faster than i can
0: <laughs> that i could do
3: they do, like, five-minute pace for
0: walking. Okay. I, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I that I could do... do.
3: Well, not that, mm-hmm. but... I can walk pretty fast. Yeah. I cannot walk People fast. People
0: complain about how fast I walk all the time.
3: I have little legs. So I don't I have that's little legs, too. Little... I was going to say, that's <laughs> literally not an
0: excuse. It's all it... about pace. It's not about your Listen, leg length. Because I've known this. very tall guys... That walk super duper slow, and I'm like, "We gotta go, man." Richard, let's go. Why would it be Richard?
3: Only a man named Richard would have long legs.
0: Our friend Richard <laughs> is an ultra runner. He's he oh, tall. He is. He tall. He is yeah. tall. He's, yeah.
3: he's average. He's seven high. Feet tall. Is average.
0: He's average. Yeah. <laughs> he's eight and a half feet tall. He's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably slow was the guy today. He was like, uh, I need when I bounce the ball. I You need oh, yeah. to meet me back. And then she's like, well, that's a lot of air. And I was like, well, the guy is like seven feet tall. Because he was like six foot five, six foot six. He was, he was a, a tall, tall man. man.
3: But I was bouncing the ball and it was like going above my head. I was like, are you sure you need more air? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> He's like, when I bounce it, yeah. I need it to meet me like at my. And I was like, yeah, you're like six feet seven. Like I can't. Of course. We get it. You bought a basketball because mm-hmm. you're almost seven feet tall. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Cool, cool story, bro. I'm five foot four. Leave me alone.
1: But what if you just like throw it with more force? Wouldn't it bounce harder or higher too? Like maybe just be stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe just weak. Well, that, well, that's why you
0: need the ball to be
3: uh-huh.
0: harder. The softer the ball, it just no matter how hard down you throw it, it won't bounce.
3: Why are we talking about basketballs? Mm. We're talking about running, okay?
0: We're talking about leg running. <laughs>
3: Mine are little. Good old daddy
0: long legs. <laughs> gotta get my me favorite spider. No, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get me one of those. But yeah.
3: Gross. <laughs> you know, for 29- <laughs> <laughs> 29 I said
0: daddy long legs, not mommy long legs.
3: Whatever, we all know you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Life would be so much easier.
0: I was talking, okay, so I was talking with my friend and he was just, I was like, 'Cause you know, he's homosexual, he's into dudes and I was just kinda like I No, like, he's homosexual. <laughs> he's, <into laughs> he's, gay, he's in he's into dudes or whatever. And I was talking to him and I was like I was like, you know, I can look at a woman and be completely like physically like attracted. Like she's beautiful, she's pretty, I can mm-hmm. completely appreciate yeah, the beauty appreciate of a woman. But I can like is. I'm just not romantically sexually attracted to. mm mm-hmm women like yeah that. like
1: you wouldn't emotionally get involved with or physically like i'm uh-huh. just
0: not like sexually attracted i can be physically attracted but not sexually attracted does that make sense yeah you know what i mean yeah I'm so totally. i'm like that's loud what? this is such a cool lit oh yeah. my god i didn't even realize
3: that, that...
2: yeah
0: yeah it's a oh that's oh mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking science what is that is that new or is that old
1: Old technology is it like, like <laughs> the beers
0: used to open like that, and then yes. they made like a sip lid, or is it always been like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, that's right, because they used to have a softer like a, mm-hmm. and then you could peel it off like a like a sardine can. I'm
3: explain what we're talking about. No one that's listening. The entire top of the beer can comes uh, off. Comes off. Yeah. So
0: if you get a Mike Hess beer, not sponsored. Not sponsored.
3: <laughs> what is that? He looks on
0: the can. Like... <laughs> Oh my god. Vondy's brunette brother. It's <laughs> like a mix of Vondi, Vondi and Justin. Vondy, we can't wait to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So We miss you, Justin.
3: Eh,
0: wow. Well, well, it kind of does look like Justin just now. It's final. like a young Richard. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a mix of Richard, Vondy and Justin if they all had all a baby. All the guys that have a beard. Scott!
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Scott! And Scott. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he listens to our podcast, but Gerard's beard is Pretty magical. Oh, yeah. I was like, sir, what is this? He's like, if I brush it, it's an extra inch long. I'm like, no need to brag, <laughs> sir.
3: If I brush it, to... is it all... it's... Is he that to women?
0: He's all, it's all curly, but if I, like, brush it out and, like, really... Straighten it. Yeah. I was like, well, you know they have hot combs now. Yeah, if I take a flat iron yeah. to my beard. They actually have, like, a hot comb. It. It's like a comb that heats up, just mm-hmm. like how, you know... For actual hair, but they have it for beards now. It's like a mini one. And then when you brush it, oh, it actually irons. a mini ironed... straightener? Yeah. It irons your That's beard That's cute. Out.
3: should get that for Gracie.
0: Just Gracie. clip her beard sometimes. It gets too People long. People are like... She looks like, like Master Western Shifu like, yeah. from, from Kung Fu Panda. She has this Fu Manchu. <laughs> this Fu Manchu jowls. Everyone's always like, do you guys um, groom her?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. And when I say you guys, Chelsea does. Yeah, because I don't get the privilege of doing that. So back to running. Okay. (laughs) Are you more of a trail runner? Uh, yeah. Like,
1: trail, and then I I run on the road, like, almost half the time, I would say, too. Whatever is more accessible, because, like I said, you have to, like,
3: plan out your day, and you have to make sure you have enough time to do Mm -hmm. the runs you need to do. What's, like, a... What's an average distance for you when you go running? Like, if it's anything more six, than, oh god, maybe maybe more. I don't know. It just depends on how I feel. I usually
1: run by feel mm-hmm. because, like, no matter like, like I could have like a training plan set up, but like things will come up, you know sometimes you gotta like get your car worked on or other times you gotta get groceries and prioritize other things so sometimes I run shorter sometimes I run longer just depending on
3: sure so you just did (laughs) I mean pretty recently you did a run in Colorado right yeah in September what Mm -hmm. which run was that which race
1: that was the run rabbit run uh it was a 50 miler how was that for you It was hard. It was so... <laughs> that just sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great, though. It was, it was like, you know, it It was the
3: scariest thing I've ever done in my life, I would say. Was, I was there, like, like, a big group of people? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did it kind of, like, thin out? Did y'all, like, or were you, like, with somebody So throughout the race? So there's 200 people that signed up for this race,
1: and, you know... You're, you show up there, race morning, and everyone's just, like, you know, geared out, all kinds of, like, trail running shoes everywhere, mm-hmm. with, like, trail running vests, and everyone just looks so fit and ready to go, and I'm just, like, little old me doing my first, like, ultra, like, terrified yeah. in Colorado, of all places, and, like, I remember when I was checking in, sorry, I'm, like, congested right now, um... When I was checking into the race. Um, you can like see on the roster that like everyone is like from Colorado, and then there's like a few people from like California or like Arizona. Oh, yeah. And then the the lady looks at me and she's like, "Oh, your name's Isabel. Oh, you're from California. How are you gonna handle this elevation over here?" <laughs> and I was like. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. Girl, and she had seemed... the medic on standby.
0: Thanks <laughs> for the pep talk.
1: Yeah, but she seemed like genuinely like concerned. concerned yeah. I was just like, then that like scared me too. Because then I was like, am and I like, prepared for, for I don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah. How long were you there before your race? Um, um, like
1: like two days. Um, and we like camped for a little bit. And then we like went to the hotel room, hotel by like the race start and everything. Mm-hmm. Um the day before the race and i was like scared shitless the whole day <laughs> you yeah know? i was like what am i gonna do like tomorrow like just gotta like tell myself to keep going sort of thing but there's like no like real way to train for like 50 miles you right know? like you just kind of
3: have to train as much as you can mm-hmm. and then just hope for the best the day of what was the longest you ran before your race the distance it was to like get ready for the yeah it
1: was like a 22 20 something mile run I forget I have to uh-huh. like look back at my training log yeah but that was a very hard run for me I, it was like the middle of summer when I was like training so yeah. I would have like a bladder full of water I'd have like two bottles in front of, uh-huh. on like my my yeah. vest. And then I would, like, run all the way to the top of Mount Umunum, and then I'd run back down to the parking lot, refill my water, and, do and then it. just go back up again. Oh, my God. And I was, like, dying. I was, like, one of the only people out there that day. And I remember just, like, being so, like, I have to do this. I have to do this, or else I'm going to, like, really be hurting in Colorado. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's scary, because, like, the waiver for... Like that ultra, it like literally says if you die, this is it's it's not our fault. Like you're like signing your life away. Yeah, and you're like, all do this. Okay, race. cool, cool, cool. Huh.
2: cool, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. So like like just like that thought alone, like when I'd be like running, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not trying to die in like fucking Colorado. What made you sign <laughs> up for the one in Colorado? Um. Well.
0: An excuse to go to Colorado. It
3: is beautiful over there. a little
0: little bit of this. A little bit of this. this. (laughs) Did not make it out of the parking lot. Just kidding. No, yeah, why Colorado?
1: So I didn't, like, learn about ultra marathons until uh, I basically met Rich. Mm -hmm. So what's an ultra marathon for those who, me, don't Mm know? Uh, ultra marathon is anything longer than the marathon distance. So anything past twenty six point two miles mm-hmm. is an consider, ultra. Gotcha. So a lot of ultra distances start at fifty k, which is thirty one miles. Okay. 30, 30 miles
0: thirty one miles. <laughs> so, She's like freaking out. She's like thirty go miles.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a lot. It's it a sounds lot.
0: so like daunting.
1: Right. I mean, it's a far way to just, like, let alone just, like, drive. I was about to say, sometimes I don't even like driving 30 miles. Yeah. yeah. And to do that by foot is, you know, asking a lot of your feet yeah. and your legs. Yeah. Sure. your legs and your yeah. back
0: and your brain and your lungs and everything. Mm-hmm. That's intense.
1: Yeah. So, like, I learned about ultras because Rich would talk about his 100 milers, and I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah no (laughs) like i would never do that you know right Um, and then i like was like looking more into it and i was like oh like like a a lot of people do this i think and then i like read this book um from like scott and it's called eat and run Mm -hmm. and it was his like vegan journey and his like ultra marathon journey since like Mm -hmm. he was like in his 20s and i thought it was like super inspiring like it was such a really like well-written book mm-hmm. yeah. and then I was like vegan for like two years in like Santa Cruz and like I, I love being vegan but it just wasn't like sustainable for me like for yeah, like after college and after I left Santa Cruz because just the options just were like limited around yeah yeah and all that stuff. And food is like very social, so you know, yeah, like when you go course. out to eat and you're at Denny's and everyone's ordering burgers
3: and,
0: and you're just Denny's. eating
1: French fries. <laughs> yes. And it's just it's just so frustrating. Yeah. And you're just like, I just wanna eat like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Um, yeah, Rosanna's vegan, so yeah. of course, you know.
0: But I'm also like I'll take more french fries. You're like, are you okay with the french fries? i like, this is actually the greatest excuse to just eat french yeah. fries everywhere. So yeah, ago. keep them coming. Uh, we also have a salad. I'm like, no, I'll take the french fries. <laughs> Thank you.
3: But yeah,
1: so it, it was like his book on his like vegan journey, ultra marathon journey, and the way he would talk about like ultra marathons being like, not just like an endurance challenge and just like let alone like super hard on like your body, but just like, a mental challenge, oh, a spiritual for sure. spiritual journey. Yeah, Because you're just, like, you know, traveling through all these, like, trails. And you're in your own head for so long. And you're, like, just, like, fighting your demons. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you, like have to, like, learn to embrace the highs and the lows, like, throughout that race. So yeah. It's just, like... And then it, he also, like, touched on how, like, when you increase the distance, you really are, like leveling the playing fields for like both men and women yeah. yeah because it's not so much about like speed but about like how much can you endure in yeah the, during this race yeah and to to yeah to just finish an ultra is an accomplishment yeah oh let alone like win Finishing one or like play something. An <laughs> play something for me uh-huh.
3: yeah uh-huh. <coughs> sorry i'm like still sick <laughs> okay that's pretty sweet, though. How long did it take you? Uh, I think, like, 14 hours or something. I don't know. Was there She's any surprised. point during, like, fuck? Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I think I... She's all Two hours in, I was just like, and eh, I'm done.
1: Yeah. No, no, two hours in, I was excited. I was, like, still you know, like bright-eyed, you know, yeah. had some coffee in me, and so I could just, like, walk you through the race, basically, um, yeah. and so it starts at, like, what, like, 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning? So the the gun goes off, and everyone just is, like, walking. So the race itself is at a ski resort. It starts at a ski resort. So you're just going straight up the mountain for the first six miles.
2: Oh, jeez. Just,
1: just climbing. So the people that are in the front of the pack are, of course, running it because they're right. elite runners that can do that. Yeah. Mount, like, serious mountain running, running, yeah. you know, goats the mountain goats kind of people. Yeah, right? yeah yeah and you know i'm more like middle of the pack back of the pack just like hiking as fast yeah. as i can to keep up yeah um and then once you get to the top of the mountain six miles in you're at like i think it was like 30 that was like 3,500 gain in just like six Jeez. miles so it's steep that's yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah it's super steep oh my god Uh, And then, you know, the trail is like rolling hills until you get to like mile 22. And then it's a steep ass climb to uh, the rabbit ears pass.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, And it's just like a rock formation that looks like bunny ears. (laughs) And um, that's kind of where the wheels kind of start falling off for me. Because my legs are like tired at 22. And I was like really beating myself up because I was like, why don't I feel better like I was like doubting yeah. myself a lot
2: yeah
1: so I was like you know run hiking run hiking and I was like I was like I don't know if I can do this like I can't keep up with everyone else everyone on the trail and all the runners that were doing it were just so nice like they're just cheer- cheering you on every yeah. time they pass Take you community to- yeah, yeah everyone's just like you could do it or great job you know yeah. like just such a good camaraderie of like yeah. we're all in this together sort of vibe yeah And I get to the 25-mile marker, and I'm just standing there like, holy fucking shit. Like, (laughs) I still have 25 more miles to go. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then everything's hurting. You're already here. Yeah.
0: I just got to... Yeah.
1: And I'm like, everything was already hurting, and I was like, it's fine. It'll be okay. Like, I just got to keep moving. And then I, like, keep moving, keep moving. And then it's, like, mile 27, and then that's when I see, like, Brian and then my hands are like starting to swell up like I can see them retaining water yeah because I didn't have enough electrolytes
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I like start freaking out so I like take some salt tabs and I'm like I don't like I've never had my hands swell up before so I was yeah. just like fuck like am I gonna be okay like yeah. do I have enough nutrition to to, yeah like, yeah make make it through this so then you know I just say a little prayer and I keep going right <laughs> So I'm just like going, going, Um, I see all these other like runners on the trail, and then around like mile 30 or so, like, I'm just like hurting again, and I'm just like walking, and I'm feeling like sorry for myself, and then I'm just like looking at my watch because I'm I'm going like pretty slow at this point, and I'm just like, like, am I going to make it to the aid station before the cutoff, am I like... Do I have enough, like, nutrition? I was, again, like, worried about my hands mm-hmm. from the swelling and all that. Yeah. And I start getting really dizzy. So I'm, like, just, I feel like I'm drunk almost. Like, I just felt, mm. like, very disoriented. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was, like, the elevation or not enough, like, of the right nutrition. Mm-hmm. And these, like, runners are passing me and they're, like, are you okay?
2: Yeah. And I'm,
1: like, I don't, I think I'll be okay. I think I'm fine. Yeah. So I just keep going trying to put like one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And then it just goes away. Oh, and wow. and then I'm like, "Oh, that was weird." And, then, keep keep yeah. <laughs> and then I just keep yeah, just keep going. And then I I get to like 8 station 40 mile 42 or something and that's when it finally clicks for me like, "I think I can do this." Yeah. Cuz the whole time like during this race, I was like, "I don't think I'm going to finish." I was like, yeah. "I don't I don't think I don't think I have what it takes in my legs. I was, like, doubting myself the whole time. Yeah. And then mile 42, I'm like, oh, it's it's going to happen. It has mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. Like, You've made it this far. Yeah. I was you like, there's no, there's no turning back. Yeah. And I'm, like, running and I'm, like, crying because I'm, like, starting to realize that I can actually do this. Yeah. And then you know, it's, like, happy and, like, kind of sad at the same time because yeah. I'm, I'm, like, in a lot of pain, obviously. <laughs> you're like, it hurts so good.
2: I'm going to make it. it,
1: though. Yeah, and then um, mile 44, so I see, like, a moose in the middle of the trail.
3: <laughs> so and you rode it to the finish line.
0: <laughs> Isabel jumped on. She grabbed the moose like, by Calvin. the horns, <laughs> and she's like, we're going. they are like, ma'am, that is not how you win the ultra marathon. <laughs> No, i was scared
1: shitless like I'm just it was huge mission. it was it was fucking huge it was bigger than a horse you know like yeah. it had giant antlers yeah. and it like looked at me and i thought it was gonna kill me and i was like oh my god because moose aren't
0: scared of anything they're, they're yeah. huge yeah. yeah they, they have they no natural predators oh, no i'm sure they do but
1: mm-hmm. and it just like looked at me and it kind of like Went forward a little towards me, and I was like, "All right, this is it. This is where I die. A (laughs) moose
0: is gonna take me." She said, "I thought it was gonna be my legs and the elevation. It's a moose. It's gonna be an actual man versus wild scenario. Where's Bear Grylls?"
1: (laughs) I was like looking around for like a branch. I was like, "How am I gonna do this? Maybe I'll just
0: take a branch and look at it." Right? She like starts throwing things. Go chase that. Go distract it.
2: I'm like it's not a bear. Um, Did it move? Yeah, it moved.
1: It looked at me and then just like trotted off afterwards. And I just like stood there with like my heart like in my stomach, just like okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that happened, and then I just kept going, and then I'm just like running downhill for like six miles. And this race is like you know it's advertised as fifty miles, but it's actually a little bit longer than fifty. It's actually like fifty one miles. False advertisement. So
0: like it's... That one mile makes I know. a fucking difference. Yeah, it though. really does that. Right? It's like, hold on. Mm-hmm. My watch says I hit yeah. 50 way back there.
1: hmm But yeah, I'm just like running down this hill for six miles. I'm running downhill for six miles for the last portion, almost the last portion of it. And I'm like sobbing because I'm just like, I'm going to make it, but I'm also sobbing because it hurts so much. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like quad hell.
0: But you survived so a moose encounter. I did, yeah. So it's like it's all—it's literally all downhill from here.
1: <laughs> literally, quite literally. And then, yeah, and I'm just like running, running. I didn't—I didn't think at this point I was gonna still be running, and I was like still oh. impressed that I could keep yeah. running, moving, mm-hmm. like and at moving a brisk. Like that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, got to the finish line, and I sat down and I was like crying, crying,
0: bawling. And looking for Brian. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> the one person I need to see right now.
3: So, while you were there. What did you do the whole time she was
0: running? Mostly slept. He's <laughs> all, I ate pizza. I drank beer. some video games. Go, Isabelle! <laughs> Careful for that moose! <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think... Because that race was a 50-miler, and it was also a 100-miler. So there were 100-miler people also mm-hmm. running at the same time. Yeah. And it had started a day before us. Oh, wow. So when we... Well, that's
0: just showing off. I don't like that. <laughs> you guys are just being cocky. I know. It's like, Rich. oh, I'm only doing 50,
1: <laughs> but they're doing 100. Yeah, like... <laughs> and so when the 50-miler folks were starting out, you could see the, the elite 100-miler people finishing up. Yeah. oh my god and it's like it's insane it's like watching like a next level kind of human just like yeah they their their faces and how much like dirt and I like sweat. Sweat, sweat and just like everything they have on them and just you could see the pain in their faces yeah. it's just it's just a lot to take in the first six miles mm-hmm. i was like oh my god these people are super human yeah. And then I'm like terrified at the same time of what I'm about to do kind of thing. And, uh, but it's inspiring, you know? Yeah. Because you're just like cheering everyone on for yeah. like, a 50-mile or 100-mile or We're just
0: witnessing that somebody else can do that. Like if that human is capable of that, that means that any human, if given the right training, dedication, and like mental will, mm-hmm. can also do that. But yeah, yeah I was talking to... I was talking, I think it was Rich, yeah, and we were talking about ultra running, and he was, like, saying how, in your mind when you're running, and I'm just taking his word for it because I don't run, mm-hmm. but he was just, like, you think, like, you get to a point where you feel, like, powerful, like, this is what, oh, I'm, like, superhuman, I, I can do this, I can, he's all, and then when you see the video of you running, you're like, oh, that's what I look like, <laughs> I do not look superhuman, I do not look powerful, he's like, I look like a fucking mess. Yeah. But also, at the same time, he's like, in your brain, you're like,
1: yeah there's like definitely like lots of elements to ultra running Um, yeah because of course like part of it is the training but you can't necessarily do a hundred mile training run for a hundred miler like you just gotta you know train as much as you can and hope for the best yeah Mm -hmm. and then there's the mental aspect of like ultra running that is like you have to just be like in the right headspace that day and be like I'm gonna finish this race no matter what. Yeah. Like I will fucking crawl to the finish line if I have to, kind of like mentality. And then the other part of it is all the eating you have to do. Right. <laughs> so you have to take in so many calories. Yeah. Because you carry- you'll
0: literally collapse if you don't if you burn more calories than you even have in your body. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's one of the trickiest things about ultra running too is that you have to eat a lot because you're gonna be you know, losing so many calories that day. And, of course, it's going to, like, really shock your body. So you have to be just fueling it. So a lot of people actually say that ultra marathons are more of, like, an eating race than a running race. Because if you're not eating enough, you're not going to finish. You're not.
2: There's no
3: way. Have you seen that um, documentary, the Barkley Marathons? I haven't seen the Netflix documentary. Yeah, I think so. Is there another?
1: There's one on YouTube. Oh, Okay. That I saw, but I hear about the Netflix one all the time. I just haven't seen it. I thought it was pretty good. I okay.
3: know of the Barclays, but that the Barclays are like... only So, so it's a 100-mile run also. Yeah. And it, it's like a loop, I think. You yes. Do like, and like only... I mean, less than 20 people have actually finished it. But so it's, it's kind of like... So
1: every single loop... You have to go find these like pages, and so like it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, but
0: like the amazing race,
1: kind of, but you don't know where the pages are. Uh. You just have an idea of what the course is like, uh-huh. but you have to be able to navigate, through yeah, like, all this backcountry. It's not like a trail, yeah, so you're just like running through like oh. bushes and like thorns and shit, you trying have, like to find 60 these
3: pages. hours to complete it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And only 20 and people you think have... Come I think it's
3: less no, than... No, watch this. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah, so you have to
1: be an amazing, like, navigator. Uh-huh. Like, be able to navigate with, like, a compass and a map and stuff. You have to be able to, like, have an idea of where these pages are going to be hidden. Yeah. Um, and then you have to... You know,
0: also be a runner because it's yeah. Mm-hmm. You
1: have to be invited to the race. So when you get invited, you get your condolences. Like they're like you're about it's the to...
0: Illuminati. Yeah, pretty much not Illuminati's and... pizza. <laughs> it's the Illuminati.
1: And um, the start of the race, the the guy Laz, he like lights a cigarette, and that's, yeah. that that. That signifies the start of the race, and that's when
0: people start. This Is a goddamn Wes Anderson movie? Because that's what it sounds it's like. There very sounds this very is what the guy looks like. <laughs> Moon <laughs> this is the guy. Yes, I want to know him so badly. <laughs> mm-hmm. He definitely looks like Wes Anderson. No.
1: He has another race called Big's Backyard, and that one's a last man standing kind of race. Oh, wow. Where people just keep going and going and going until you can't. They- Oh my God, and the the, per, the last person to stop is the winner.
3: See it says this race is popular, but the application process is a secret. The information that exists says that the mailing isn't the mailing in an application, which is subject to changing each, each year and a non-refundable refundable registration fee of one of a dollar and 60 cents, is all it takes to enter. However, when and how is a well-kept secret, there is no official race website. If you are accepted in the race, you will receive a letter of condolences. Condolences. Racers racers are also expected to pay another fee, which often takes the form of an article of clothing, such as a white button-up shirt or socks. (laughs) Cantrell picks the item to bring to the race each year. Yeah.
1: It's intense.
2: Yeah. You should watch it. Oh, it sounds great.
1: So, the... The Barclays happen every year, but not every. There isn't always a winner every year, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of like a test. <clears throat> of it's the... on It's not a real like race per se.
0: Yeah, well Cause yeah, cause it sounds it's, like a. Yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds like some eccentric old man's fever dream, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Let's do it." So it says It's like a house on Haunted Hill, like just spend the night in a haunted house for a <laughs> night and then you get a million dollars.
3: It says, to complete the race, you must complete five loops of the course. The first two are done clockwise, the second two are run counterclockwise, and it can be one or the other in the final loop. Each loop must be done in 12 hours to even attempt the full course, unless you're attempting the fun run. That's three loops with a time limit of 13 hours, 20 minutes for each loop. Dude, it's insane.
1: It's actually like over hundred miles, probably. It sounds like Hunger
3: Games.
0: It, yeah, yeah, it kind of I is like, like the
1: Hunger Games of ultra running, pretty yeah. much. That's a really. I
0: good like analogy. it. Yeah. I, I like it. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want. I want to do it. it. I I to be it. a runner. I, <laughs> I will become a runner. So that's the thing too is that. We were doing the 408K. Me and Raquel do every year. We do the turkey trot and we do the 408K. Those are the two ones that we make sure to do, but we don't ever really run them. We briskly jog them and then walk on and off, like in intervals. She's like, one day we're going to run this whole thing. I was like, the 8K? Are you sure? (laughs) She's like, we'll run the whole 10K. And I was like, 10k are you sure and then like i'm talking like isabel like rich and i'm like oh you guys ran like 60 miles cool 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 mark good cool story cool story yeah. but i'm just like and then me and raquel were like we're gonna really train and run 10k and i was like oh god i don't know if i could do it and then she's like a 5k yeah maybe maybe and i was like I'd have to start training now. We should to be able to yeah. even withstand it. We
1: should get like a group going and just like all meet up on like a Monday or something and do a, a one or two mile run together yeah. or something like that. Just there be, you go. just to be consistent. Just to be
3: consistent. Because consistency is the most important thing for yeah. running. That's I will thing. say so <laughs> this sounds so silly because mm-hmm. you're like a runner. I trained for a five K. <laughs> like I mean 10 I years have ago. not even trained for <laughs> an 8k and there was an app i did and like each day you would do a different run Mm -hmm. and like i actually did the app and i did the whole 5k without walking which i thought was super impressive but like it you really are like correct consistency is like key for running and i yeah i realized how much better i got yeah yeah but those first First two weeks. I just, tried to do that hurts. with the
0: app that like, couched five k or whatever. Yeah, I that's what I that. did. And yeah. it's like, yeah. The, and then the first too. is like run for twenty three seconds or something like that. It's like your day one, first one. It's like jog to the end of the block, and then I was like, that's a really long block. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we About... the five k. Yeah, I was like, I can feel my chest hurting. I would have to do it during the right weather conditions because me like. If it's too cold, I'm like, I can't. Dude, right sure.
3: now. The,
0: well, not. It's really pretty right now. Yes. It's it really is. The weather's
3: yeah. been awesome. It's been so good.
0: should start doing it, like, mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays after work or something.
3: hmm Yeah. You got this, girl.
0: <sighs> I'm going to try it.
3: Mikel, you ready? <laughs> I'm going to start training.
0: Mikel's really good. She, like, works out every, every day. I Thanks. I try to work out every day. I try to hit my cardio every day. But it's either like a really brisk cardio Mm -hmm. Or like Even if I go to the gym It's like I'm gonna try to do some stuff Yeah I used to be hardcore But now I'm just like tired
3: They built a new planet granite down the street from us Yeah how do you like that? I fucking love it I fucking love it. <laughs>
0: but she fucking love rips it. open her shirt. It's a Planet Granite t shirt. She's like, yes. yes! Not endorsed, but no. in plan yeah. Gra- yeah. at Planet Granite if you want to give me a free membership. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you like it? I saw your snaps that you started the new it's gym. It's a nice gym. It is? Mm hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Raquel is also into climbing. She did a solo. She went. To some climbing gym solo by herself, like, on her actual birthday. And she did, like, an afternoon of, like, rock climbing. You go, girl. I, and I was to hang just, out like, with our I know. I was like, you should have Steph. Steph would totally go climbing with you. And she's like, oh, no. I'm sure Steph's, like, really good. And I was like, oh, yeah, she is. She's I'm not. Good. It's funny. Like, You're, I, I, I f- love that
3: people think I'm good. But I'm doing, like, V2s. And, like, these people yeah. at the gym, they're yeah. doing, like...
0: <laughs> I don't even... I don't even put chalk on these hands. I don't even. I don't even wear the shoes. So it's like Isabelle's like, oh, I don't know if I can make this like sixty k i like like, ma'am. True. I can't even walk the Los oh, Gatos trail for too long. I'm like, it's hot out here. I don't, like, don't it. like it. I'm, like, it. I'm, oh, sticky. I'm sticky. What are these gnats? Why are there gnats everywhere? There oh, are God, like the gnats. God, the gnats. I'm like Kevin Hart. Oh, have you seen At that sunset? Gnats?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. The mats are everywhere. I have to wear glasses. I used to bike. Well, I used you to. Close b- my mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to bike the Los Gatos Trail home from downtown.
0: Like, I would hit the Guadalupe Trail, and then I would, once I hit, like, towards the Willow Glen area, then jump on the Los Gatos Trail. But as soon as, and man, I'm, like, biking, and I'm, like, biking but looking down so the mats aren't flying in my face. It was so gross. hmm It's true. You know what you need.
3: A motorcycle helmet. Yeah. Wearing <laughs> that motor, on the I trail. <laughs> on you
0: on could, the trail. You could
3: run. <laughs> on Get the a little tra-
0: mini Best <laughs> Yeah.
3: Tell us more, Isabel. More. About... How did y'all meet? I'm curious. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'll talk more about running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 well, well. It was that kind of thing. Uh, All right. <laughs> we
3: can talk more about running.
0: And how you ran into Brian.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all can't see this, but, but we got real winky winky. <laughs> so we're not going to tell that, so we're going to save that one for the grandkids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it kind of. I've talked about it before with other people, but like, I, I used to work at a sex shop. Mm-hmm. in Santa Cruz so like for two years I like was like slinging butt plugs and dildos <laughs> and helping butt plugs is such a funny word yeah <laughs> 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 and
0: <laughs> butt plugs yeah butt plugs so much funnier than the word dildo <laughs> butt plugs <laughs> do they call
1: it that I don't know you're like
3: <laughs> what's the dildo what's
0: <laughs> the <what's a> dildo <laughs> with the word dildo
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So, yeah, we met at a sex shop. Um, he used to work stockroom stock room, and uh,
3: I used to work the sales floor. Oh, y'all work together. <sighs> yeah. I thought he was just in there a lot. No. <laughs> he
0: was no. a regular. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, that would have been creepy.
0: <laughs> so, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's where I meet the <laughs> uh, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty... Uh, weird like just like universe said, here you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yeah. Here's this person in your life now. If you give it's like, like if you how t- it happens. But if, though, if like...
0: you take away like the fact fe- okay, so it was just like you guys met at work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You just take away the you know, just yeah. forget that there were like dildos and butt plugs in the background. Mm-hmm. exactly. Like he's just <laughs> unpacking butt plugs and you're like, How's it going?
1: <laughs> you're like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, that's how it happens. And I'm
1: like, have you seen this? No one, it rotates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're like, oh, sorry. This one, <laughs> this one has an app. So it has an app. connected via also, Bluetooth. It's, it also heart, mo- heart heart monitor, distance,
2: <laughs>
1: calories It comes burned. with Wi-Fi. Yeah, you, can, you can customize the vibration patterns. Yeah. It that, lights that up. That exists. To
3: house music. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did that for like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, very like sex positive, body positive kind of yeah. like, you know, um, environment. So everyone that I worked with like were like burlesque dancers and like, you know, body positive influencers, lingerie models, strippers. Yes. Yeah. A lot of really cool folks. Well, if you, I
0: don't know if you listened to the last episode. I did. With Vernice. Oh yeah. But we just. Oh, with our a lot of affair stripper.
3: Lesbian friend Vernice. <laughs> For
0: 1995. 1995.
3: So you too.
1: Yeah, one of my friends um, who I still talk to nowadays too. She, she used to work at Cheetahs in Sunnyvale. Oh. But she would make like a bunch of money. She would only have to work like two, three it times a good month. Good money. Yeah. So she'd make just like thousands. Is so easy for like her. Hiring? I mean, I think they're always hiring. I mean, I probably right? can do it. Holding auditions.
0: They're always it's open hiring <laughs> mm-hmm. all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just saying, if I start training for a run and this body gets right,
3: <laughs> stripping might be in the future. might
0: be in the future.
3: Chelsea. Yeah,
0: as don't. long as you don't like you don't start
1: going overboard with like plastic surgery.
0: Yeah, I would never. And doing
1: a bunch of coke
0: and stuff too.
1: Oh, there's a lot of now, that. Now, ma'am, I ma'am I don't. don't put limits on yeah. me, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Just a little recreational, never <laughs> hurt recreational nobody. Recreational meth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what did you say like that, <laughs>
0: no. ma'am. Relax.
3: Meth is scary, man.
0: It is a life ruiner.
3: Yeah. Not
1: even once. Not even once.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, there's certain, like, okay, so, cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine's a rich man. Cocaine's a rich man's drug. You can't really, and it is, I think, can be a gateway drug to harder shit. So, Mm -hmm. maybe not if you're prone to addiction. Fuck with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, all the other stuff, I think, why not shrooms, LSD, molly, Deep. Like all that other shit. Okay, dabble if you will, just not meth.
3: Just, <laughs> just not meth.
0: Just <laughs> not. Practice. Everything else Harrowine. is fine. Oh area. yeah, heroin. should do heroin. Or fucking
1: like, horse tranquilizer
0: too. Yeah, well, well that. that yeah, that's
1: uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. Ketamine. Just a little
0: bit in your beard No baby. Right. Just enough to <sighs> not stop your heart. Just slow it down to a low. Yeah. Tremble.
1: People that are into ketamine are really weird. I don't know. I've never met someone that likes doing ketamine that is my friend. Sorry, (laughs) that I would be friends with. Yeah, (laughs) what's ketamine? Horse tranquilizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It just makes you. Where Where do you get that? From a veterinarian, (laughs) you know, from a like (laughs) Like... a black market veterinarian, dark web type shit. Cool.
3: What's
0: the website? Well, <laughs> She's all www.darkweb.com. <laughs> 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 Wait, I can't find anything that, on here.
3: That site's not working. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't work that way.
0: I think there are certain drugs that people do that, like, fill voids. Like, yeah, you're really trying sure. to fill a vo- You're really running from something. Some drugs you do to, like, explore. Mm-hmm. Just different, like, you know.
1: You're, like, unconscious.
0: Hallucinogenics and stuff yeah, like that. It's like mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know awaken your ayahuasca mind. peyotes yeah. all that you know, yeah, you're trying to for sure. you're trying emotions. to tap into a different level Ouch. of your psyche but there's like other drugs that you take that you're really trying to like suppress or even run like from something numb something yeah, numb something. yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm.
1: yeah i agree i mean i feel like i saw a lot of people in college that would just get shit-faced every weekend Yeah. just doing like coke hello, ketamine to the yeah. point where they were like doing it in between classes and stuff like oh, that wow. and it just it just like eats away at your like life yeah and your finances <laughs> and just it, i don't know people don't want to be around you when you're that fucked up all the time too yeah so you push it's people toxic. away
0: yeah well yeah i mean even i mean the big one here especially in the bay area and everywhere else is like meth right yeah it's just like and it's, like, you know it's just sucking the life force out of you. Like, I'm, like, you know you're just, like, killing your actual soul mm-hmm. at this point. It's not even about, like, running from something. You're actually just trying to destroy yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to uh, volunteer with, like, Santa Cruz AIDS Project. Yeah. So we would, like, go out onto the streets and, like, get give clean supplies. Yeah. Clean yeah. needles, clean cookers yeah. and stuff like that to, like, the homeless folks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the times when I would, like, go up to folks that were just completely, like, just zonked out, they were just, like, I'd, like, talk to them, like, hey, do you need supplies? And they would just, like, look at me, and they wouldn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And I would just hand it to them, and they'd be, like, thanks, and just take it. And I never really, like, had too many, like, long conversations, but people always took the cookers and the needles and stuff. So, you know, all of that was kind of to help not spread
0: uh,
3: hepatitis and needle sharing and all that. Exactly. I mean, it's, like, unfortunate they're going to do it anyway, so it's, like, you...
0: You want them to be... It's weird. It's almost, like, to be as safe as possible, but also to protect just, you know, everybody else. Yeah, the community.
1: Because, I mean, the parks, like, certain parks in, like, Santa Cruz... You just see like tons of junkies, like everywhere, just laid down on the ground, laying down on the yeah. grounds and stuff, and just like really like they're all like just doing drugs together over there. And yeah, and you can't like, really take your kids there because there could be needles on the ground, yeah. or like the beaches too, same situation. Yeah. So, like, having like needle boxes or places where you can get clean supplies or needle exchanges of some sorts would have been like a really good idea, yeah. Too. But it's very controversial because it's like, are you like you know making it even more accessible for these folks to continue to do drugs or are you like you know
3: doing your I think it's like they're at a point where Mm -hmm. they're not gonna stop so it's like you Mm -hmm. want like you said it sounds you want exactly Mm -hmm. yeah like it's unfortunate but mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah well
0: yeah I mean same thing with like contraceptives and like condoms and stuff. It's like you can't stop kids and people from having sex, but mm-hmm. you can protect them in a way that you know makes the sex safe. Mm-hmm. You can't stop a, That's an a addict. Analogy. From, you Maybe can't the best analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't stop an addict from using. <clears throat> sure. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not selling him the heroin. I'm not selling him the drugs, but yeah. I can make it so that when he does those drugs, it's not. Further it's not
1: affecting other people. Other people,
0: and it's not killing him any faster than it has to. Maybe he, if his yeah. needles were cleaner and he lived a bit longer, he could finally find a way to not be addicted. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, like sure. uh-huh. <laughs> just like gun control. Just like everything in the world. It's just like everything, there's something wrong with everything we do, but we can try and do as little harm as possible.
1: Yeah. When I used to, like, work at the sex shop, I, like, every single week there'd be, like, a mom or, like, an aunt or something that would, like, come in, and they'd be, like, asking me, like, oh, like, I'm trying to get something for a teenager. Like, I just, I need them to, like, be as safe as possible. Yeah. So we'd, like, start out with, like, the whole, like, condom conversation, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. regular condoms, female condoms, dental dams, and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But then it would also be, like, but should I get them like a toy or something so that way it's they can explore their own bodies in right. like the privacy, the of, their privacy own home. of their own home and not so much having to explore it with yeah. other other strangers right. or people that you aren't comfortable completely yeah. with. Especially when you're younger, you like don't really yeah you're kind of like throwing yourself yeah. into the whole sex scene sometimes
0: yeah because uh-huh. let me tell you something. You tell if. If my mother ever came home with a dildo for me, I'd be like, Guess what? I'm not having sex probably for the rest of my life. This is traumatizing <laughs> enough. Guess what, Mom? You didn't scare me off sex for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you. Have sweet sixteen to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it makes sense, right? Yeah. And that makes you think think about it. You worked in a sex shop and you had parents and aunts and uncles that were brave enough to come in and ask not so much stranger. uncles, but <laughs> you know, like you know. well, men I men need was, to get like, my niece. The a... <laughs> uncles were coming for their, you know, get my I don't know. That do That would have know. been I weird. I would have been like, I'm well, sorry. Well, you know how in the movies it's like yeah. my, my dad took me on my 18th birthday to a prostitute. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know it's weird. Yeah, I know. You know um, what I mean? I agree. Yeah. yeah I agree. Aunts, no. Moms, I guess. It's, it's mostly moms and like cool aunts, basically. Cool
3: whatever. Cool uncles. <laughs> hey,
0: I don't know. Uh-huh. Teach their own. I don't judge. But it's also like, what? Like, they went into a sex shop mm-hmm. to ask those kind of <clears throat> questions. Like, mm-hmm. that's when you've gone to a doctor, when you went to a gynecologist, when you went to what do I do contraceptive wise and stuff like that. But instead, they rather have that conversation in a sex shop with a retail worker, pretty much, mm-hmm. than, like, go to a medical professional, and that's, like, crazy to me, too.
1: Yeah. It's such a, like, just a taboo thing, right? And yeah. And of course, like, teenagers are, like, super horny, super, like, yeah. they want to explore their bodies, yeah. but, like... They've been watching Cinemax
0: can't... after dark since right. they were, like, 10. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can't really like... talk about it with your parents. Exactly. You can't really, like, talk about it with your friends. You're just kind of, like, trying new stuff and seeing yeah. what works and what doesn't and yeah. it's just kind of it's you know there's so much like information out there there's so much like porn out there now so like yeah it's just um the uh, whole like growing up now it might be different than back then yeah, with, like definitely sex and like being like sex positive body positive and everything but like it's still very stigmatized to, like, oh. masturbate and to, like, yeah. own, like, your, like, orgasm, basically, right? Exactly. So like,
0: well, um. also, just 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I was a, you know, young kid, just getting into this stuff, it was like, we didn't have the internet the way the internet is on our phones now. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. just Google, like pornhub on my phone <coughs> and like look up shit and google all sorts of stuff like we had metro pcs's with qwerty like keyboard like we didn't have the internet at our hands to like oh what's this what what is a butt plug what is a dildo like mm-hmm. we didn't have anyone ask those questions to and we didn't have the internet to answer them for us mm-hmm. whereas kids now 9 10 11 yeah, years old can it. just
1: yeah yeah it's true. And what's even crazier, too, is that you can probably order, like, sex toys and stuff online pretty easily, but you're, like, if you're under 18, you're not allowed into a sex shop, not because of the toys themselves, but because of the pornography on the boxes. Yes. Because it's porn. You're not allowed to watch porn unless you're 18. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's not the toys themselves, it's the pornography.
0: Yeah. Crazy. It's nuts which is funny so we went to, me and my sister went to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we me and my sister are pretty open about everything. We talk about everything. We're only 4 years apart, which is my best friend. We have always been but we've never like walked into a sex shop together. Mm-hmm. And we've actually been I went to Pro, we go to Pride every year together. We do um Folsom street fair. Like we've done all those things together but we haven't actually just me and her, like, so we were in Seattle, drunk as fuck, and we were walking around there like, their Castro version <clears throat> of the neighborhood. So I was like, oh, look, you want to walk in here? And we were pretty toasty and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is that a sex shop? And I was like, yeah. She's like, let's go. And so she's, like, picking up. And she's like, what? What? What is <laughs> glass glass metal i was like oh like, well, the glass is actually really hygienic you can just put it in your dishwasher and it's like automatically clean and it's like not latexy. and i was like explaining it's it to pyrex? Her. She's like, yeah she's all pyrex. And she's like this actually makes a lot of sense and i was like yeah and it's just pretty look at it, it. You yeah cool it's not like it. a dirty rubbery like weird flesh colored thing it's like pink glass and she's like oh yeah okay and then the ladies are like you guys need any help? I was like, I got this. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry it's my I'm, sister. Her sister. Yeah. I'm her sister. I'm her sister. I got this. I got this. <laughs> but yeah, like me and her had never like walked around a sex shop and like really like looked in and talked about those things and she was just like, oh wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, working in a sex shop was a lot of fun and I feel like, Sounds like it was. I mean, like I remember like my first week working there, like this like older lady, maybe in her like 60s or so, like walks in She's like, I just got a divorce with my husband, and I don't think I've ever had an orgasm in my life.
3: Oh my god! I know that's insane. I I no? Like, and I'm call I'm us. there you'd like, you'd be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wendy, we're here for you.
0: <laughs> Her name is definitely
1: Wendy. Uh, I'm there, you know, little 19 year old me, just like. Okay, well, I can show you around the store and see what like sticks out to you, you know, like whatever yeah. um, is interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're like walking around, I'm showing her like different like things, like dildos, butt plugs, you know, kinky like things. But she looks at the rabbit, the one that like twirls and has a little yeah. bunny on like one yeah. side. A dual stimulator, right? And she falls in love with it. She's like, "This is the one. This is the one I have to get." Yeah. And I'm like, "Cool." Um, let's you know, wrap it up for you. We'll get you, get you this. Get you some yeah. lube. You know. Yeah. On, get
0: you the whole. Character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You were free to do exactly. You want yeah. Now. So she, so she goes. She's like super stoked on it, and then she comes back like a few days later, and she's like, "Thank you so much for showing she's me." Got
0: that this new boy. glow. <laughs> her hair is all shiny and shit. She's, she's like, like Girl, Opens the door. Never, the wind just marriage. blows in her hair. <laughs> David Bowie's fame yeah. playing in the background. I'm like, yes, girl, get that shit.
1: <laughs> and I mean, it just, I just felt so insanely happy that I could like <clears throat> just help her find something yeah. that made her so happy exactly. and just that she was comfortable enough to like share all this like stuff with me about, yeah. like, you know, her sex life and how like yeah. unhappy she was with all of, you know, yeah. her marriage and stuff. Is, You know, it's crazy, because as retail workers, people just, like, all of a sudden open up to you and, like, spill. Yeah, yeah. They unload on you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They unload quickly.
1: Yeah, and you quickly become, like, someone's, like, therapist almost sometimes. And it's just kind of like, uh... (laughs) I'm just here nine to five, dude. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, ma'am, I just asked if you were a member. I don't need to know that you just went through a divorce and you are now planning to kill your ex-husband. Cool, 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 though. Enjoy the knife you're purchasing. (laughs) Allegedly, this is for camping purposes. Tarp and knife, gotcha. Wink, wink. I also have watched True Detective.
3: Um, That's cool though. Yeah, so yeah.
1: just a very like cool way to like help people out in a way that you can't normally. Help yeah. Them out. Yeah. Just, you know, talking about sex, talking about toys. Well,
0: it's like almost the most intimate. Talking
1: about pleasure.
0: <laughs> it's literally the most intimate way to help somebody because yeah. a lot of people can't come to terms with that or speak on that.
1: Yeah. A lot of people would come in and be super shy, like they wouldn't say anything, and I'd be like, "Hey, do you have any questions?" blah blah blah, right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then after like just like kind of them like walking around the store like several times i would just like go up and just start talking about whatever they were grabbing yeah and then they'd be like okay i'll I'll get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's easy huh (laughs) right so a lot of times i think they were just ashamed and they feel like they needed someone to acknowledge that it's okay to want to buy something like this and that it's normal yeah so it's just kind of crazy how our brains and society makes us feel
2: right
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because you're programmed you're Uh like you're literally programmed that this is all wrong like you can't discuss these things you Mm -hmm. can't like these things you can't Mm -hmm. and then even when you walk into a place that you're supposed to be surrounded by that stuff they still feel the shame of like judgment yeah what am I doing in here (coughs)
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that's crazy yeah
2: my
1: job was basically being okay. A yes. yes person. Yes, yeah. like, Yes, you should totally get that pink dildo. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. We <laughs> get super excited about toys for sure. Yeah, you have
0: to hype people up. You have to make them feel like like that's this is the last place I'm going to judge you, man. Yeah. Do you
3: prefer pancakes or waffles? Uh pancakes. Pancakes. I don't really like waffles oh, unless I'm eating something with a waffle like chicken. No, i
1: still prefer waffles. I think yeah. Pancakes are just like I would nice order waffles. just like waffles for breakfast.
0: Oh, nice and fluffy lo- pancakes. Mm. It's okay, this is what this is what gets me. Is I've gone to places with amazing waffles with like apricots on top and all sorts of like canned walnuts and uh, candied walnuts and all that stuff and I'm like that's a delicious fucking waffle. But then I've been to places with pancakes that are like, Hawaiian pancakes with coconut and pineapple chunks like, in the what? batter. Yeah, guava oh. pancakes. And I'm like, holy shit, which one do I like more? Because they're both so mm. versatile. You can be. Pancakes.
3: That's
1: true.
0: I love waffles. Though.
1: <coughs> I think I'm a waffle person.
0: You know what I don't like? Crepes. Oh, I love crepes. (laughs) 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 What "What the fuck? fuck? (laughs) I think they're kind of just like so-so. They
1: could be savory or sweet, though, too. I just like the crepe by itself. Just roll it up
3: like a tortilla.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a more delicate tortilla.
0: (laughs) I think what it is is I think they're overdone now to the point where people do them to the where. It's not quality anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you go to IHOP and they're like, "Oh, we have crepes now." And then you order them, and you're, you're fucking like, "Fucking go to is IHOP for crepes." That's true. That's I know. Pancake house. If you're not going for the cinnamon roll pancakes, I don't know why you even would go to IHOP. They have
3: cinnamon roll pancakes? Yes,
0: and they're delicious. <laughs> oh, so, Yes, they do. I and they're fucking I mean, their pancakes are pretty good, just like their because brain they do pancakes. the cinnamon roll in the pancake, and then they do the white cinnamon roll frosting on top of it. I need
3: to try that.
0: It's really good. Okay. Can you make cinnamon roll pancakes?
1: I've no, never good. tried. Should I? Well, have I'm you sure seen
0: <laughs> you know they do the canned cinnamon rolls but then they put them in a waffle iron? Have oh,
1: you yeah, seen I this seen happen? That. Yeah, I've seen oh, that. Like tasty or something.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, you're on to something. Shark I should <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, I it's should... not shark tank. I need to get a waffle
1: iron. I don't have a waffle iron but I need to get one. Yeah. And then instead of making the cinnamon rolls that are vegan, That's I'll sweet. make you
3: vegan cinnamon swirl waffles.
0: Wow. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And then since you'll
3: already <laughs> be in Let's the freezer, you can just happen. get that cookie dough you have. We're, we're <laughs> and we'll do the cookie dough,
0: too. <laughs> we're technically neighbors. I could just run over to your house every Sunday morning and be Remember. like, Isabel here for my <laughs> waffle cinnamon pancakes. for one, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat outside. <laughs>
3: Uh, brec- breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Lunch and dinner are, like, the same. Breakfast or other meal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you wait? What do you mean? What do you prefer? Breakfast foods or... See, I like breakfast foods because you can eat them any time of the day and they're always delicious. Yeah. I can't have spaghetti at 8 o'clock in the morning and be like, this is delicious. Like, dinner foods can only be dinner foods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lunch is, like, I can't... I mean, you can technically make... A sandwich and have it for breakfast, but it's just not the same. Yeah, but I can have waffles at eight o'clock at night, and they're delicious. No. I can't have. Yeah, it's very.
3: What's your
1: favorite breakfast or go to breakfast?
0: So if I'm in a sweet mood, waffles, in a sweet waffles or pancakes <laughs> always. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in a savory mood, it's always like. An egg white scramble with like everything possible.
1: What do you put in your scramble?
0: <laughs> Mushrooms, tomatoes, spinach, a little bit of cheese, avocados. avocado. <laughs> Very typical California egg white scramble.
1: Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah.
0: That. Yeah. And I did the. Impossible The bratwurst uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you chop sausage, that up uh-huh. Like and you make that like breakfast sausage It's very good That's sounds
2: Get super stuff. good
1: I'm an oatmeal person. <laughs> well, like day to day, like like <laughs> Monday through Friday, I, I was like, look. I
0: just like, the most elaborate <laughs> yeah. recipes. Like, I, I like oatmeal, like oatmeal. I'm <laughs> <as>
3: sugar. Fuck <laughs> yeah, no. You're
0: like, I like oatmeal with a little bit of maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. I
1: do like, I actually don't like maple syrup at all.
0: Me neither. Yeah, we were just talking about this today, that I'm not a fan.
1: I just hate it. I hate the way it smells. I like. I don't like the consistency. I just don't like maple syrup. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's weird. I've never liked it.
0: I like knotsberry, foam, boys, and berry syrup.
1: I'll do agave or honey, but not maple syrup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so like, I don't. I like syrup. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls them out of her. <laughs> she I like like syrup. syrup. Like Buddy the Elf? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Were you just drinking maple syrup?
3: You have any races coming
1: up this year? I do, yeah. Um, My next one is a 50-miler in April.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I have a 100K in May, so the following month. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'm actually really nervous for the 100K because it's like 62 miles.
3: Oh, my gosh. Are they both here? Or do you have to? So
1: the 50-miler is going to be in Folsom.
3: Okay. And
1: it's it's not too bad because it's, it's like half cement, half trail. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and it's relatively flat. It's still like under four thousand feet of elevation gain, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's not too bad. And the hundred k is thirteen hundred feet of elevation gain, or thirteen thousand. Sorry, I said 1, <laughs> thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred still a lot to me. Yeah, thirteen thousand.
3: That plus is significant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's at, it starts at Quicksilver goes all the way to Lexington, goes all the way back, and then circles around Quicksilver one more time.
3: What's the distance on that? Like 62 miles, 100K. Cheese and rice cakes.
0: Yeah, I'm terrified. I'm honestly... You can't eat cheese and rice cakes if you're going to run.
1: No, actually, you probably can't. You actually have to all you can eat, to be honest. You can eat whatever you want when you're running that much. Wow. That day. Well, maybe not whatever, but like...
0: So when you're doing these runs and you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking collapse. I don't know if I can make this. I don't know. Like, do you see other people that are also feeling this? Like, Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, man. And you, you see people is... just
0: like bail? Yeah. People oh. just bail, right?
1: Like, I remember getting to like the second to last aid station and just like sitting for the 50 miler uh-huh. that I did and just sitting there in a chair, like eating potatoes because they had like aid stations with like real food and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. Eating some boiled potatoes and people were just coming so in.
0: No free boiled potatoes. <laughs>
2: More and candy potatoes. you've got meat potatoes
1: and candy and sandwiches and soda this is all included with the restaurant yeah at every single, <laughs> a every single every single station and in the beginning of the race they had burritos too how much
3: is this race if you don't mind me asking <laughs> it
1: was like $110 worth it <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying <it's>
0: for boiled <laughs> potatoes, potatoes and burritos a, candy tender. and sandwiches
1: yeah I had like soda and potato chips <laughs> soda There were soda so would that? Yeah. You have to take in a lot of calories. Yeah. No
3: joke. Do you have to run or can you just yeah. go for the food? <laughs> I just register for the food.
0: I drive They're to the like, station. Ma'am, she came on a line bike? I have have been. Why does she have a bird scooter? <laughs> I'm here for pacing purposes. Yeah. I'm just clocking everybody flag. up. I'm yeah. just clocking everybody. <laughs> I'm just here to play the music. She's playing like the, the
3: speakers. Playing Ocean
0: Eyes by Billy.
3: I have a Yeti connected with wheels just like to pass out drinks. Ocean Eyes
0: is like a go to
3: happy song. <laughs>
0: it's the saddest. It's
2: really sad.
3: Oh, Billy's, like
0: Billy's
1: music is so sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> All oh, the I time. love it. Every time I listen to it.
3: Anything else new with you? Me? Yeah. yeah. Yep. What's going on? No, what, I
0: this, just, this show I just, training, about just me. Just training for just, all our fucking runs. Man. I know.
1: I just been eating a lot, running a lot, uh, recovering from surgery still. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. surgery.
0: Yeah. So how are you feeling now?
1: Better, still not hundred percent. Because when I run like down a hill, I feel my stitches still. I get like paranoid that they're gonna like explain burst open. Explain
0: your surgery so that our listeners understand that you just didn't have like
1: mm-hmm. um, a
0: crazy surgery. I mean, you did have a crazy surgery. Uh,
1: It was a little bit more complicated than expected, but basically I got my gallbladder removed because I had a gallstone in it, and it was uh, causing me a little bit of pain and discomfort on my right side Mm -hmm. of my abdomen, upper abdomen. And, uh, yeah, they were like, you need to get that out or else it's going to happen again, even if the gallstone does somehow like pass or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I scheduled surgery. Uh, I get there. I'm feeling okay. Like, I'm eating pretty clean, like, pretty much zero fat, because eating fat would, like, trigger the gallbladder to, like, contract and Mm -hmm. uh, try to produce or uh, get the bile to come out or whatever. And um, so I get there. I feel okay. I'm, like, nervous, of course, because I'm, like, going to go under and I've never been, like, under before. And I don't have any pain or anything like that either. Um, And everything's going great. I I go under and then I wake up. And then they're like, oh, it was a little bit more complicated than expected. And I have like this tube sticking out of my side with like a little like... Plastic uh-huh. bladder, and it has the like all The insides are blood. just out. They're like, yeah, it, it was a little
3: more complicated. Uh, you weren't supposed to wake up and <laughs> <laughs> go back to sleep. She has an extra <laughs> arm coming out of her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like, what is twin?
1: But I had this little like plastic bladder bladder thing, and it's like draining like blood, and it's like all like red and stuff, and I'm like dizzy and like disoriented and nauseous and in pain they're like are you in pain and i'm like yeah so they just like (laughs) put a bunch of fentanyl into my tube my little iv and then they're like i don't
3: understand how addiction's a thing here yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know and then also i
0: like how they completely wait till you're half awake still dazed still in pain still like open Uh and then they're like it was just a little complicated because that's not gonna mentally mess with you (laughs) and affect your body in any type way or form
1: yeah i was like definitely very much like is this real right now like am i dreaming like Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. the pain was real for sure though (laughs) because i was like oh this is not how i expected i would feel um and then brian comes in and then he's like talking to me and i'm like can you take a picture? I think I said that. I'm not sure. I can't actually remember, but I just know I have a picture that he took and I can <laughs> you confirm this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's all I "Should have taken a video <laughs> that you could clearly hear her saying, <laughs> take my picture."
1: Right. And then the nurse comes back and she's like explaining like that my gallbladder was like pretty inflamed, so they had to cut it in half to get it out. Um, because it had like gotten pretty big and, you know, yeah. gross. Uh, so they took it out in halves basically. And then just like put a little clamp on the duct, the bile duct that is connected yeah. to the gallbladder. But uh yeah. So I have like four holes or like stitches on my abdomen right now. And then yeah, I had a tube sticking out for out of my side for a week, draining like blood and like yeah. the fluid they used to like rinse out the surgery stuff that they had surgery so yeah. Like, um, but yeah they pumped me full of fentanyl sent me home I, like was bleeding a lot I was in a lot of pain super nauseous for the whole week mm-hmm. yeah I, like basically had a diet of like ginger ale and fruit yeah for a week because I would just refuse to like eat anything else because I would just get really dizzy too and nauseous but yeah then they took the tube out of me for like or after the week was over. And then patched me up with my last stitch. And
3: yeah. How's it. How yeah. long after surgery till you went running again? A week and a half. <laughs> was that recommended? No. no. Wait, okay.
0: <laughs> a lot. I was actually told not to, yeah. but I was like, fuck you, bro. I'm going to do what I want. Chill vibes. <laughs> chill vibe.
1: Yeah. Chill vibes. Chill vibes. Chill vibes. Damn. I was always nervous to go running because I was like, I'm going to mess something up. But,
3: yeah, you know, you only live once.
0: She My raps. doctor said I shouldn't. I'm nervous. I'm gonna fucking do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but some like you get antsy, right? Because your body and your mind is just so used to running, right? And that then, you're you kind of get like restless. You're like, exactly. I, I, I have to, I have to do something. I have yeah, to move. it's
1: like it's like when you like drink coffee every day and then you stop drinking coffee. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck, I don't oh, know what that's like. It's like when you eat pizza every
0: week. (laughs) When you eat pizza and you drink coffee every week, monsters every morning. Twenty four hours without it.
3: It's not addiction. I just need it.
0: I well that okay so (laughs) and caffeine I think is a major addiction. But I um, was drinking coffee every morning, every midday, and one cup of decaf every night before I went to sleep and then I it kicked up a whole lot of like acid reflux and a lot of stuff especially being on now a more strict vegan diet it kind of nothing was absorbing my stomach acid the way like it was before mm -hmm. so I stopped I cut everything off and I'm probably for a good month and a half I just felt like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like my brain couldn't function on like all cylinders. and yeah. yeah. I was in a fog. I was just, com- I couldn't focus on anything. Mm-hmm. And I was just always exhausted. And my, I would have like these headaches and these migraines from being kind of just so tired. And I was like, what is this? And it was like caffeine withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Like my body was literally Extreme detoxing. It. Yeah, for a month. I was withdrawal. just like, what's <laughs> happening to
1: me? Yeah, that's nuts. That's insane. I
0: was like, I almost want to go back to smoking cigarettes.
1: You used to smoke cigarettes? Yeah. I used to smoke cigarettes. C- for like-
3: what was your go to cig?
1: Uh, um, the blue pack for American
0: Spirits uh, okay. from American spirits. I was much more ratchet than that.
3: So I did those until I. I started- was about to say, was it
0: was- Newport 100s, <laughs> then Marlboro Menthol Lights, and then Marlboro Menthol Lights oh,
1: 100s? Oh my God. Yeah. I. I think everyone in my social bubble at that time smoked only American spirits. So of course yeah. I smoked American, American spirits. spirits too.
3: Yeah. And drank PBRs and
1: Uh more like drank like rosé and like fruity wines and stuff like that, but like I don't know, everyone at work smoked cigarettes, so I smoked cigarettes. Yeah. And then you become reliant on cigarettes. And then at one point, I was like prioritizing buying cigarettes over food. And then that's when I was like, oh, I wow. think this is becoming an issue.
0: Yeah. Well, if you have yeah. one cigarette, you don't actually need food.
1: Yeah, exactly. I would have like maybe some spaghetti at home. That was pretty much it. I would just smoke all the time. Yeah. I, one time, I was smoking in my car and I was driving Highway 17 and I thought I put out my cigarette and I didn't. Oh. And it started like smoking, and then I like picked it up, and I dropped the ash on my thigh, on my lap, and yeah. it was burning my legs. I was driving <laughs> Highway Seventeen.
2: You're like, and, and that's how I got like- this scar.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what like it is.
2: it needs a scar?
3: Yeah. Oh god.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I grew up in a family full of smokers. So at the young age of. Like twelve or thirteen, I had mm. already had like my first cigarette, and I was just like stealing them from my mom's purse all the time. Then in high school, it was just like, like it got to, it was really gross. It got to the point where I was like eating like a sandwich in one hand with like a cigarette in the other. Oh man! Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like the sisters from the Simpsons. <laughs> with their cigarettes so always. Yeah, <laughs>
1: used to smoke cigarettes and i would drink like an entire big gulp of like diet coke every day that was like my life for like yeah. a few months then yeah. not proud of that for sure oh yeah
0: <laughs> i must have been the same height i was now but i weighed like 115 pounds and i lived off of cigarettes and brown liquor at night two for a dollar Taco bell tacos for, uh, Jack-in-the-box Jack tacos. Jack-in-the-box tacos, yeah. Those tacos, monster, though. Monster tacos. <laughs> monster tacos, Newport 100, and some Hennessy. Let's live the dream.
3: It sounds like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On so, that yeah. note, kids, that's if you ever want to weigh 105 pounds... Get a pack of Newport. <laughs> <laughs> some Diet Coke. Yeah.
3: And Jack-in-the-box two-for-one tacos. <laughs> I mean...
1: I think when I was, like, smoking cigarettes, I was pretty darn depressed. Like, I didn't give a shit, like, what happened to me. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, whatever. Whatever kills me first. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like, definitely teeter-tottering on, like, that borderline suicidal kind of Oh, man. Yeah. What got you out of it? Uh... A lot of things. You know? Uh, getting a different job. Being in, like, a different social bubble. Yeah. Uh, starting to run more be
2: like
1: eating eating more plant-based and like realizing that i felt better when i actually ate food (laughs) you know so yeah
0: yeah i think that definitely what you put in your body changes everything oh yeah like it definitely i realized when i was eating like shit like i was eating fast food all the time. I was literally living off of processed food, fast food, cigarettes, liquor, everything like that. I always felt like sluggish and in a haze. And it wasn't just mentally, like my whole body just felt like, like Mm -hmm. sludge. Mm -hmm. And then when you slowly stop doing that and your body starts running like on all cylinders physically, I think mentally the clarity starts coming back. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. I feel physically good. So mentally you start feeling good. I think it all just...
1: Around the same and time. Me, anyways. I also met Brian, too. So he met yeah. me when I was smoking cigarettes, too. <laughs> he was smoker.
2: Like, <laughs> he's
0: a man.
1: He, he used to always get mad at me, like, are you smoking again? <laughs>
0: he's like, I hate that she smokes, but she looks so cool when she doesn't. It's an American spirit. i shop, like, like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone used to take smoke breaks together. Yeah. All of management, like all like, yeah. four. Well, that was the, the other thing, too, with
0: smoking, wow. is, yeah. especially back a few years back when it wasn't as frowned upon as it is now mm-hmm. it was a it's a social thing it's like you couldn't drink all day and be social with your co-workers and friends but you could sit it's outside fun, yeah. and have a cigarette with them and like have something to like puff on and talk or whatever and
3: yeah
0: so yeah that was a definite thing too good for vapes like, right
3: <laughs> do y'all think y'all like y'all actually enjoyed smoking or just kind of it was more of a I yeah, I, just, I mean like y'all were saying like a social
1: like there's a lot of like factors obviously. Like mm-hmm. nicotine is obviously very addictive. Oh yeah, it's for like sure. A, I think the most addictive of all the drugs. Pretty sure about that. Mm-hmm. Not don't quote me. But <laughs> pretty, pretty sure. sure yeah. Don't
0: quote me. The most addictive is sugar. No I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> um Uh But I did feel like if I didn't have a pack on me, that I, like, wasn't... Wouldn't function. Wouldn't be able to function, didn't have, like, my life in order. Like, I prioritized cigarettes more than I prioritized, like, regular food Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, texting back my mom
2: or, like, you know, shit like
1: that. Just, like, I just... Cigarettes were, like, super important because... They were like a social thing too. So if I didn't have them, how could I talk to the rest of the people in my social group without them? And I didn't want to be that person bumming cigarettes all the time too.
3: Yeah. All right. So you're a smoker. What else? I'm not a smoker. (laughs) I'm an ex smoker. I'm an ex convict. (laughs) No, I definitely do. We only smoke the organics now.
1: I definitely do have like an addictive personality Mm -hmm. because whenever I get like, something in my head or, like, in my life that I, like, depend on, I just, like, go all in. Yeah.
2: It's it's
1: a bad trait, but it can be good, I think, if I'm, like, doing of yeah. things, like right. running. I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's just the connotation, right? Like, right. if it's bad for you, it's considered addictive. But if it's good for you, it's just dedicated, and you just have willpower. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So genius I tell you.
0: <laughs> yes. Lived a long life man. <laughs> you six
3: years older than me.
0: <laughs> I forget you've been to prison.
1: You've been a to prison, prison Mike. <laughs> just, I would have believed it.
0: It's it was jail. I, I would get, say it prison. Would, it wasn't even jail okay it they were like held bad. overnight like almost like not
3: I and haven't even done It was
0: like overnight detention pretty much Listen, like, for school.
3: I was in a cell, okay. The Why? doors were shut. What well, happened? <laughs> you didn't I mean, hear that you didn't hear that episode? Oh no. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. Me and my friends we broke into a house and got set us up and
0: Oops. cops? Set us oh my up. god. It was it was it was not a he set us up. This security guard told him that it was cool. He was cool. not a
3: security guard. He was an actual cop. Okay. Well,
0: he's no security guard now. I'm sure he lost his yeah. job over <laughs> yeah. was- He told them it was cool if they like went into this house or whatever and <laughs> that he wasn't going to tell. Just go ahead. do what you- yeah. Go so sneak around in this abandoned house or whatever. It was
3: a famous painter's house.
0: The cops got... And then... Well... For some reason, apparently the one cop that told him it was cool to break in... Ratted on them? Ratted on (laughs) them because he called back up immediately. So it was entrapment. And uh, they all had to spend the night in in custody.
3: The house was owned by a university. Oh. Makes sense.
0: They probably tripped off some sort of silent alarm or something.
3: Yeah. You were just curious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's one? Yes.
1: Uh, Well, okay. That's a wrap. (laughs) Wrap it. (laughs) Wrap it up. Okay, today's episode is sponsored by uh, (laughs) HelloFresh. HelloFresh.
0: Did you like your HelloFresh
1: box? I haven't tried it yet. And they're just sitting in my fridge, I haven't cooked all week. (laughs) There you go. I'll try it tomorrow. I'll cook tomorrow. I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) Brian's like, I'd like to see that for once in your life. So, I'll uh, just, Instagram it. She's like, I just said we don't fight, Brian, but if you want to <laughs> get this cracking. <laughs> we can, can fight over <laughs> the Fresh, who's
3: going to cook it.
0: I need a gun. <laughs> just kidding.
3: Um, uh-huh.
0: All right, guys. Oh,
3: that escalated quickly.
0: <laughs> oh and tune in next week to find yeah. out if, if Brian survives. Su- <laughs> so, um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for coming by and recording with us.
3: Oh, thanks for You're having us. Yes.
0: All your juicy deets. Oh.
3: <laughs> and maybe I'll sign up for 5K. That was very inspiring. Oh,
0: thank you. Maybe maybe she'll sign up. She won't yeah, I'm train not gonna for do it. it. She won't <laughs> do it, but maybe she'll sign I'll up. I'll
3: sign up with her speed.
0: She's gonna show up at the store and be like, "I'm here for the packet pickup that happened yesterday, but I didn't check my email. So what am I supposed <laughs> to do? What the fuck now? am I supposed to do? You what know? the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm
3: now? on my way to the race. What am I gonna do?
0: Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> go to the race. They'll have your packet yeah, there. Yeah,
3: that's what I thought. <laughs> that's
0: exactly the tone she used, bro. Was it me? I was, it was. It was. It was it she? Oh yeah. man.
1: You know, one time I missed a half marathon because I slept in, so I just emailed them and they reimbursed me. So, maybe she could wow. do that.
3: <laughs> yeah. They reimbursed But she was it. like... Yeah. But she, she was not, going to she the... She was going
0: to the race. Like, the muddy race started at, like, whatever time. It was just... I don't whatever. know. Whatever. People are, don't make any fucking sense to me.
3: So, Isabel... Thanks for being on this episode with us. It is now one in the morning. Yeah. I'm so tired.
0: Well, I mean, Brian talked the whole I time. Know, I didn't <laughs> get a word it's in. It's like so really
3: a lot of editing for this it's Like one. his podcast now. Hey, yeah, just take the mic. Wallace. <laughs> Any, Anything else you want to share with um, the people before we no, go? No, I'm uh,
1: chill. Goodbye. Chill. Goodbye. You. Chill vibes. I appreciate vibes. you. I appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It was a pleasure.
0: Always, always. Alright, guys. you want to do this for you?
3: Come on. If you don't give us a follow already, please give us a follow on Instagram at psychology underscore 101 podcast. That's S I K E O L O G Y. Thank you. ASMR. <laughs> what about... If you can, please leave us a five-star or a written review on Apple Podcast. Thank you.
0: Thank you. All right, guys. And if
1: you don't, we're going to take a bat to your knee. <laughs> no. no. No, guys.
0: You no. heard it. I mean, you heard it here. You heard it here first.
3: A bat to the we'll knee. We'll edit that out. We will not. <laughs> Definitely will not. That stays. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you. Love you.